Pop Syndicate is looking for movie, TV, music reviewers, and columnists. Why? If you can't stop talking about pop culture, email editor at popsyndicate.net with a sample of your writing. Popsyndicate.net, the internet's one spot for pop culture. The following is a KTBR KPSN special presentation. When the world cried out in agony of the horrors of the evil Lord Blandish culture, three men came from a distant land to defend them with their thumbs of fire. Separately, these warriors are known as Mark the Bus, Thomas the Tank, and Dirty Dirty Dustin. But when evil threatens, they raise their hands to the sky and summon the fire to become the Thumbs of Fury. Are you ready? It's Thumb Time. Thumbs of Fury 27, all up in your guts. All, oh, all up in your guts. <laughs> Weird. Me, Mark, Dustin, Vertical House Money over here. All right. God. Get another nickname. Make it worse. Just combine all of it together <laughs> and, you know, say things that no one knows what you're talking about except for us. Well, we uh, know. It's an important part. I think they can gather from the context clues. Although, we're like half our listening audience, so. It's true. Half of them likes to listen to it. Half of them knows what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> or half of them likes to listen to it. Whatever. Likes to listen. Well, half to of them it. do listen to it. Or do they? But that's confusing as well. Maybe they just don't have it on automatic download and don't actually listen. Maybe. But they know. As long as they're downloading it. That's true. That's all that matters. I don't really even care if they listen. Although so I, does it I do appreciate it as soon as you open to. iTunes, like if you have iTunes, or do you have to actually go to... You know, that's an excellent question that Miro? nobody sure could ever you, know the answer to. Pretty sure you actually have to go to the podcast at some point. In you have to go to the... To. Well, you have to go to the app on your phone, if, or your iPod. Yeah, either one of those. Or if you but use something like... But if you're not doing like, that, that's what I'm saying. Well, it de- yeah, are you serious? Do any good well, it depends. If, if, it's in, if it's running in the background, it'll automatically download. If you're connected to the Wi-Fi. Okay. Same thing with Downcast, so... Yeah, if you're a nerd. This is a whole lot of awesome... <laughs> riveting reading. talk, yeah. So speaking of riveting talk, today we're going to talk about the... We're not talking about any movies today because uh, I really didn't give two craps about Draft Day starring Kevin Costner. I can't Costner. help that I'm cool. Yeah, I kind of think we should have watched it, though, just to fillet it, but whatever. Or to love it. Like a no you fish. You never know. I doubt God, that you do never know, but that would <laughs> that might be the most unlikely event after watching the trailer ever. Oh, I'm quite sure. Where they felt the need to, apparently, uh, according to what I heard today, com- like they had to include a love story in that movie between 400 year old Kevin Costner and 40 year old uh, Jennifer Garner. That's right. Oh my God! Probably Kevin Costner and the owner of the team. <laughs> yeah. They really made a left turn. <laughs> that is a left. Apparently, turn. they have a love baby together, and God. they have to. Work out their romantic ways. Man, we're getting to the misogynistic part of the yes, show. Yes, we're not talking about draft day. We are, but we're not we going are, to later. We're, not. we're so talking is, about it right now. So is talking about two dudes getting it on and having a love baby misogynistic? The, it wasn't the two dudes. Didn't you say the real storyline is him and the girl having yes. a love baby? Uh, well, there you go. My bad. Uh, so we're not talking about draft day, but we are talking about AMC's new show. We did reveal a lot of did the a lot already. Of, did, did a lot of talking for not <laughs> yeah. talking about it. 
Uh, we're talking about AMC's new show, Turn, the Revolutionary War, Revolutionary War series. And then we'll also be covering the season finale of Justified, the second episode of Game of Thrones, and second, another episode... An episode of House of Cards. Of the season. Yeah. Game of Thrones, sorry. I was... Whew, man, I was turned around. And another episode of House of Cards. Vertical House Money is all dazed and confused over there. <laughs> Too much cash flow. <laughs> Building up vertically. Oh my god. And spreading out horizontally. <laughs> Alright, and go into turn, turn, turn. Alright. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? You're listening to Thumbs of Fury with Thomas, Dustin, and Mark. How are you not entertained? We'll be right back to not entertaining you right after this word from our sponsors. Cinema has been around for over 100 years. Its history is long and varied. Each film has a story to tell, and the 15-Minute Movie Podcast covers the history of cinema through the actors, writers, directors, producers, and themes. Each episode, you'll find out about the history of movies in just 15 minutes. Go to 15mmp.com or check it out on Stitcher, iTunes, or Miro. He tried to recruit me for a secret mission. Against the British. This is war. You never know who's listening. Insurrection is a serious charge. Whatever you're doing, don't. You will stay as far away from this as you can. Hell, I will. Turn the untold story of America's first spy ring. Coming in 2014 to AMC. And it's 2014, so Turn is here. (laughs) This was the pilot episode of the show Turn. Takes place in Sautucket. Is that how you say it? In New York? Uh, Sautucket. 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 But sure. That sounds right. Sautucket. Sautucket. Sounds like a combination of Tasteful Tuck and Saw. The movie series? Puxatani Phil? Yes, the movie series. (laughs) I figured they based the whole show on the bird song as well. Bird song. Turn. Oh, God. Yeah. Please just leave the show. I'll see you later. You know, it's funny. I knew absolutely nothing about this, <coughs> other than you wanted to watch it. So mm-hmm. I turned it on. and went, "Oh, is this mm. about the Revolutionary <laughs> War time?" He <laughs> pretty turned awesome. it on. Hey, oh, should go and leave the show again. <laughs> <laughs> What's with the dad jokes today, dude? It's uh, you'll hear about it in the break room. The dad humor that we had to listen to on the way to the airport. Yeah, oh, okay. it influenced me. And now that's all you now got. that's all I bring. <laughs> Man, that's going to suck. <laughs> so anyways, this uh, show centers on a guy named Abraham Woodhull, played by Jamie Bell. And he is a cabbage uh, his farmer. His name is Dan Hunter. On the island of Setauket in uh, Long Island in New York. And it is the autumn of 1776. I don't know if you guys know anything about 1776, but this is when the... Mark. Continental Congress of the United States of America declared its independence. I had no idea. Are you familiar with this? These characters at all? What's the United States of America? I don't know. It's some. It's uh, America or uh, Canadian's pooper. Oh, okay. Yeah. What? Okay. I just knew this was Mexico's hat. I didn't know what else was going on. 
<laughs> Canadian no pooper in Mexico's hat. Yes. <laughs> so he is a uh, Abraham is a cabbage farmer and a uh, failing cabbage farmer in Setauket. He's well, uh, this specific season for sure. Well, at least the season. His house seems kind of beaten. He has one child with. Uh, what, what kind of luxury palace what, do you expect in 1776? <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> he has one child with what appears to be uh, about a 13-year-old girl. Yeah, true. And uh, she was his second choice. Yeah, they make that very, make clear, very clear in the pilot episode. <laughs> the first choice was a 10-year-old. Yes. <laughs> the 10-year-old agreed with the Continental Congress, whereas <laughs> the 13-year-old was a loyalist to the king. Right. And uh, Well, it, during the time of his marriage... He was just about Pete. You know, he didn't care. Oh, no. Obviously. No, but that's what kind of split the the former fiancé away, was the fact that his family were loyalists, uh, and she and her family were patriots. I see. So they make that very, very clear. But uh, this guy, Abraham, very, is having a no-good, very bad week in this episode. He loses his cabbage crop, which means he's going to be out of money for... When did you two become dads? We had a baby together in New Orleans. <laughs> we, we bought a baby off the had street. A, Listen to the break room for that. Terrible, horrible, no good, very bad week. God. Um, Listen to House Money Verticals, the break room. We have up later this week. I'm going to stab you in the throat. We now have a sponsor, House Money Vertical. Oh, God. <laughs> or Vertical House Money, whatever it is. <sighs> uh, anyways, uh, this guy's having a very, very terrible week because he loses his crop. Uh, he gets into a fight uh, trying to defend the husband of his former fiance. <laughs> when the hu- the husband, who runs a uh, like a pub, uh, gets into a fight with one of the redcoats, and then he goes in to help defend the guy. The two of them get dragged off, and they're going to be hanged allegedly. And then uh, his dad, Abraham's dad, who's that is guy, some sort of figure of note in the community he's like i got in. the point that he was a civil judge yeah something like that I, at first i thought he was a reverend but i think you're right i think he's a because i think they referenced judge. it at one point okay so anyways he has some standing in the community he's best friends with uh the head, head. of the bread coats in the area i forget yeah. his name but uh he's a captain i can't Holy remember yeah, the captain 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 hornbeak yes captain <laughs> captain hornbeak holly <laughs> hornbeak <laughs> sorry major hewlett that's his name oh, sure okay. so anyways uh his father steps in, saves him, but the uh, old friend, the fiance, ex-fiance's husband, gets shipped off to prison in New Jersey. So, And he is charged with trying to help her out. And then at the same time, having to deal with the loss of his crop, he has to go to the black market, which then turns out was a front for the Continental Congress. And they uh, beat him and take him in and coerce him into being uh, a spy. So, Not that kind of beat. Not the good kind. Not that kind of take in. And then he comes back and sort of half confesses that he met the Continental Congress and ah! now has to deal with that, and uh, they make him take a loyalty oath in public, uh, which means he can definitely be executed if he breaks his oath. So, right. In the midst of this, you know, his ex-fiancee kind of helps him decide it's time to help yeah. the Continental take Congress. Stand, right? yeah, the rebels, as it were, which I'm sure we'll be hearing that a lot Do you think that, throughout it. the show. Do you think his ex-fiancee and him will ever have a romantic encounter? Oh my God, are you kidding me? <laughs> they could not have made it more obvious. Within the context of one episode, unless they actually did get together, I'm yeah, I'm sure yeah, that's, that's fine. I don't care. I mean, yeah. whatever. I'm sure that will not matter in the context of the show really that much. But yeah, oh, so, his, fa- his father figures pretty much figures out they lied to him, and uh, for all intents and purposes, disowns him. So basically, says I'm not helping you anymore. Right. Yes, knows he's lying. That's about it. Yeah, and that's kind of how it ends. Mm-hmm. Pretty much, uh, a lot of small details in there but um yeah this is a quick hit 
It was a little crazy because I think it was, without any commercials, it was an hour and nine minutes long. Yeah. Excuse me. An hour and 39 minutes long. 130, 109 minutes long. Right. Is that right? No. It's 149 minutes, isn't it? I can't do math. Math is hard. 90 minutes is an hour 30. Yes. It was an hour and nine minutes long. I think. 69 minutes long. So it was 233 minutes long. Wait a minute. Yes, never mind. God. <laughs> I'm so confused. I didn't even drink anything today. House money, not so good with accounting. <laughs> Where I spent a year. He just makes over money. Over a year. Uh, recently. Um, yeah. He just absorbs so was, money. He doesn't a, have to count it. Yeah, it was an hour and nine minutes. Long. He has the bri- it was longer than that. But he has a calculator mind. watch that he uses all the time <laughs> from 1983. Slash AM, FM radio. Yes. <laughs> It's got a little antenna. Exactly. They got from Boy Scouts from selling the it's got the one popcorn. Uh, just the mono connection for the one earbud. <laughs> Can't believe things held up, but it has. Some good it's Boy powerful. Scout technology. It's powerful. One earbud on the same side that I wear one monocle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's weird that you wear two monocles though. But they're not actually connected and framed. It's it really like hard to balance that too. Like I have these permanent squint lines from just squeezing it together to keep them there. Two anyway. monocles and two mono earbuds <laughs> from two different watches. <laughs> it's a really weird scene. I'm coming for the. I am definitely coming to the next Halloween party as that guy. Mono vertical house money. <laughs> two monocles with two radio watches and with two separate earbuds. A character that nobody will understand. <laughs> everybody That's will laugh. Though. I'm pretty sure everybody will laugh. Oh yeah, they'll laugh. They just won't get it. You'll have matter. to. You'll have to then play back this episode during the Halloween party. Just here, listen to this. <laughs> exactly. This will make it make sense. What do you we'll mean? Everybody, everybody will have heard this by then. Oh, of course. Of course. <clears throat> Only anyway. the people we would invite to a Halloween party. <laughs> if them. But anyway, <laughs> let's go ahead. So, uh, so back to draft it, day. I give it two thumbs up. I thought <laughs> I, it was really freaking good. I'm interested to see. It's another one of those. I mean, people pointed out that there could be some concern about how well the show will do based on the fact that you know the outcome, but... Well, you know, uh, I don't necessarily think that that's a problem okay. because you well, look at a lot of these shows. It's the same thing else that people said about, uh, you know, Breaking Bad. Right. That's what I'm saying. I, you can have a great show that you know the outcome of. Sure. Well, as Absolutely. far as ratings go, this thing got, uh, in its first episode, got 2.12 million in its first episode. Wow. 1.87 in its second episode. Okay. So it did drop. But. Oh, when was the second episode? That's usual, though. Uh, Sunday night. Oh. And then it got a 0.5 share in the, 18, the all-important 1849 in its first episode and went up to 0.6 in the second. So okay. that's somewhat positive if it's ticking upward in the uh, buying. I can, also, I can also see why uh, the Americans decided that they did not like quartering from soldiers. Oh, yeah. right. They really kind of hit that home in this episode Yeah, yeah, well. for sure. How annoying so it is. It's one thing to describe it on a piece of paper. Right. You know, your history book. It's definitely another to be seeing it in action for sure. Yeah, exactly. but they take up all your resources and f- force you to wash their clothes and right. and things like that. Yes, uh, definitely. Uh, it was... I, I enjoyed it. I thought there were a couple of weird things about it. Um, one, I thought the uh, credit sequence is a little weird. Like, it doesn't really fit with the rest of the show. It seemed, right. It's a little too cartoony. almost yeah. In a way, almost Mad Men-esque. Oh, you're talking about the write-in... You're talking about as it writes the letters? Is that what you're talking no, about? No, no, no. Uh, where it's showing the, all the actors' names and stuff like that. It's in like an animated sequence at the credits. Oh, I honestly don't even... In the beginning? Yeah. I don't even remember it, to okay. be honest with you. Um, I don't really remember that either. Anyways, I thought that was a little weird. I thought it was weird that Abraham's dad doesn't have the same accent that he has. Like, Abraham's a thick Irish accent... And his dad has yeah, there was an that. almost American accent yeah, that is with weird. the occasional tinge of Irishness. You'd think he would have more. 
Yeah, exactly. Almost, but I mean, he should be an almost unintelligible brogue. Yeah. But yeah, I mean that's. So you're saying that Irishmen are unintelligible? No, but if you're from the native, like if you were from the loyalist side of Ireland, and it was really, really thick, I mean, it could be. It should oh, be yeah. more unintelligible, probably. Yeah, that doesn't make a lot of sense. That's a little weird. I mean, the actor—I forget the, act, the actor's name that plays Dad. He's from Pirates of the Caribbean. That's all I know him from. <laughs> the actor's name that plays Dad. Yeah. <laughs> and then, I, other than that, I really, really enjoyed it. I mean, I don't think it doesn't seem like it's a show that costs a lot to produce, yes. which I guess that will help it somewhat. When oh we yeah, that'll definitely feature. help it. I mean, they have a couple of old wood frame houses, yeah, a lot of open gonna, land. There's almost absolutely everything that's done in there can be practical effects. Yeah, it's not. It's not anything crazy. And the costumes, I'm sure. car chases later on, but <laughs> until we get to that, it'll be fine. Model T's. <laughs> exactly. I don't think these characters will be alive for that portion of it. <laughs> Jumping Model T's. <laughs> like Fast and Furious 8. <laughs> exactly. That'll be Fast and Furious 8. The old edition, yeah. Vin Diesel and his team go back in time the original, to yeah. 1776 and bring the Model T's. <laughs> the Model T's go like 150 show miles to, an hour. Show them how to do drag racing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's just really fast piano action. They're going down the road. Yes. The only music is the music of the time. Exactly. A lot of ragtime. It's pretty much the the only music that intro music. The music bed we have in the intro. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Part of nice D fifty. That's all they had. It's very fast and furious esque. Yeah. So, Dustin, what did you think of the show? I thought it was pretty solid. I like that. I like the twist on that time period and the mm-hmm. look that they're you know they're taking at it. So, um, and it seems pretty authentic. I mean, obviously we don't know, but obviously um, as authentic as it could be. Um, sure. Yeah, I would say I'd give it. I'd give it two thumbs up for a premiere of something that I didn't necessarily have any kind of expectation for. Especially, right. yeah, for sure. I didn't have much expectation either. I don't. <clears throat> I don't know. Some, you're the one that. Well, yeah, I mean, it to the, yes, to, I, to us. it was mostly just because it, it looked interesting. I didn't have a lot of, like, hope that it would be great, that yeah. it would be that interesting. I in kind of thought it wouldn't be good, Yeah, I to mean, be honest. And it was better than I thought. So. I don't think this is going to be, by any stretch, any another Mad Men or another Break, Breaking Bad or, you know, not one of their landmark hit series. It seems like it's no. going to, what's the train series, the train western series that they've got? Oh, Hell on Wheels. Hell on Wheels. It seems like it's going to follow kind of like that pattern of a series that does all right. It's not a bad show either. But, I've heard I've heard it's pretty good actually. Yeah, I think the first two seasons are on Netflix. Okay, I'm just saying as far as like ratings and stuff like that, it doesn't seem like it's going to be a smash hit, right? And it's going to be you know as compelling. Which Mad Men fell off quite a bit, by the way. Heard about that? Yeah, I haven't watched the uh, premiere yet, so me neither. Heard there's not a lot of Don Draper in it, so yeah, which is strange. But anyway, so back to draft day. Yeah, <laughs> back to the first episode of Orange Is the so New Black. So your rating, Mark. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I give it two thumbs up. I, I enjoyed it. Uh, yeah, didn't have a lot of expectations either way, and really, really enjoyed it. <laughs> All right, and that was my rating for draft day. <laughs> so, Dustin, was your rating for you're draft already, day? Did you say two thumbs up? Yeah. yeah. Okay, what's your rating for draft day? <laughs> two thumbs down. I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. That's an inaccurate rating, probably, sir. Probably flaming. You haven't seen it. So, following up on our two flaming thumbs down anyway. Our snap judgment from last week. Did you guys watch the second episode of Silicon Valley? I did not. Not yet, no. It's actually, well, at some point. I watched it last night. It's better than the first episode. It definitely picks up. Uh, I figured I, it would after they established stuff. I still like, I, what I like, I realize is I like about this show that I didn't realize when the first one is that I love that it kind of exposes the BS of the tech industry and in that everything is a lot of smoke and mirrors. Right. 
It did that in the first episode. It did, but I didn't really think about it. I, I thought I see it more in the second episode because they go to the lengths to the uh, the guy from the office, the nerdy dude that was uh, hooked up with Aaron in the office. You oh, know, yeah, yeah. the tall guy. He comes. He joins the company. Spoiler alert. Oh. To, and begins. Dang you. There's no point in watching it now. <laughs> evaluating all the members of that team, and they have to justify their positions on the team. And so you were. I mean, I love how it exposes the the smoke and mirrors of of the tech industry, and then it's a lot of BS out there. Hence the potential tech bubble. So, yeah. Anyways, all right. Well, when we come back, I guess we will talk about uh, Justified House of Cards and Game of Thrones. On. You will never find a more wretched hive of scum and villainy than Thumbs of Fury. Hey kids, it's me, F13 from Cinema Diabolica. We have a new show called Diabolical Decades. If you haven't been listening to it, this is the kind of gold that you've been missing. Ah, I see. I imagine Jimmy Stewart to have soft hands. But I would have been like, bitch, you gotta go. Oh, thank God. It's just the face of Satan. I thought it was a prowler. Check us out at popsyndicate.net slash cinemadiabolica. I'm driving down Firewheel Parkway. Firewheel Parkway does not exist in DC. It's like play the, not a play, play the satellite boys, man. <laughs> Good God. Satellite boys. <laughs> That's new, right? Yeah. Uh, I, call I had it a couple before. weeks ago, but I probably didn't play it. So, yeah. Amazing. So this is chapter twenty-two. If you're following along and you're at home, and you're at home, and you're at home, and you're <laughs> if you're following along in your House of Cards hymnals. You know what the great thing about Netflix is? Is I would never ever remember what episode I was on yeah. if it didn't always start me right back there. Oh Richard. yeah, me too. It would be the beating of, and I do this all the time because I try to go catch up on shows that I don't watch routinely for the show with my sister occasionally. And sometimes I can't remember where I'm at, so we'll watch. We'll start watching the show. Sometimes we're like ten minutes in before I'm like, "Oh yeah, I've seen this one before." How pal? Takes me forever to recognize anything anymore. How? I think you might age. need to uh, address your senility, sir. <laughs> so this uh, episode, interestingly, sir. was directed by Jodie Foster. Yeah, I saw really that. a Panic Room. And <laughs> and pants off, dance off, Freaky Friday. That's the thing she's from. Not Jody Sweeten. Oh, sorry, pants off, dance off. That would be funny though. Should we start with Jody Foster? <laughs> she was in pants off, dance off. <laughs> Jody Foster. God. I know you never heard of that before. <laughs> and uh, yeah, for your senility, even at that time. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Why do you have to be the way you are? <laughs> so at the uh, end of the last episode. Major Dad decided to have a photo released, a scandalous photo of Claire asleep on a bed, and the fact that she had an affair with uh, Adam, the British photographer that used to do uh, give uh, photos to her charity back in the day, and that she uh, was having the sexy time with on the side, fully we authorized did, by Frank. We never did, like, that's not a photo of her actually doing another dude. Like, no, I know, it's just did, her in bed. No, we right. never actually had clarification to... 
Like, well, how does this prove that she had an affair with anybody? Well, it was more that it was done by that photographer, and he could only have captured that photo if she was asleep in his bed, allegedly. In a bed, somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. But as they, as Frank and... Uh, well, it was done as if it is a... Like, the way it was showed to us in the last episode was as if it was an article. I'm sure yeah, they wrote they, an article around They wrote the, an article around yeah. the photo. But there, were there sources in the article? Like, the photographer was surprised after the article had come out that it was his assistant. Like, yeah, that, yeah. I'm sure they said uncredited sources or something. Mm. You know, that's the way the papers work. Because that's what a great way to credit that story as yeah. reliable and right. real. So, uh, Frank For the and, vice president's wife. That's yeah. stupid. Frank and uh, Claire, they uh, smartly say, well, this was a photo that I had Adam take of my wife as a present no, no, to me no. well that's first, not the first thing that happened. First, well, no, they have him ultimately. deny it was him well yeah and then, and they, then they then they have their they turn around publicist and say it was him. to go on yeah. tv and like show oh look i took this picture of this girl over here no no that was, that later. was a separate thing oh, that was, was separate oh, that was a shower picture my yeah bad. after they released another one that's yes. right my bad my spoiler bad. alert <laughs> okay no everything yes they, about. they he comes out and says it wasn't me and then they turn around and Go screw him and, and say, say that he was a, he was feeling pressured by the press so he lied well, about it they say not only was it of her and him taking it they say it was in their house mm-hmm. at hank's hank and it was a, <laughs> at, at hank's frank's house. behest yeah, frank it, hank. as a present to him and they keep it on the wall so then we uh, call hank from breaking bad frank so we'll call frank from this <laughs> yeah, hank exactly hank it's super frank. confusing hank frank yeah hank frank uh, underwood and then later, once uh, that kind of starts to smooth these waters, uh, Major Dad then decides to retaliate further and releases another photo, this one of a naked Claire in the shower. I mean, supposedly, it's but through you can't see her a face. Rain, uh, rain. It's through a shower-soaked, you know, one of those fuzzy ones, yeah. not, not actually clear see-through. And this is because uh, Remy came and pressured Adam wow. to help him and release another photo. So... What do you say wow about? You could have just pressured him. He didn't have to do that first. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you have to have the mind of a 12-year-old? That's what I'm here for, dad jokes and, and little like, kid jokes. It's like pretty much balls same, just <laughs> dropped. It's ridiculous. Maybe. We could examine that later. We had a good time yeah, in New Orleans. not. <laughs> uh, but then... Yeah. They they then fire back the Seth the Have new tail wagon <laughs> the new press agent hires a model and an unknown model and says that she was the one that she says on TV that she was actually the one in the photo no no she doesn't she just showed that oh that's right they say that they just showed yeah, that you yeah. can reproduce that you can reproduce a photo yeah because yeah, you can't well, see your face and it could be Photoshop it's amazing how dumb he plays he's like well I'm not a professional photographer yeah, but right. uh, which is the crap you see on all the time on TV sure. I'm still surprised how much CNN cooperates with the show it's I know. It very very cool in a way because it uh you know they always make up the it means that they can make fun of themselves and be okay yes, with it exactly Which, exactly and it, br- it, br- it brings a l- sense of legitimacy to the show as well sure it's more grounded in reality lots of unlegitimate things you don't have like sure. wnn or something like that sure. it's a fake cnn <laughs> that would be awesome though <laughs> network well it could be it's that gonna... sure <laughs> no it wouldn't be that <laughs> or it could be vnn as well vertical yeah. news network could be tnn the Tank News Network. That's right. Or the Trinity, or the Trinity Broadcasting Network. <laughs> I doubt TBN would cooperate with the show. The purple-haired lady's crying about Claire. And, That's a good point. Uh, yeah. Damn it. On the other half of the story, uh, we have a lot more focus on Freddy, and uh, it's pretty much an out-go-out for Freddy at the end, because... Is it? Yeah, Is I it? think so. I don't know. You, uh, know, you think he's going to 
come back in the show. It seems like they kind of oh, closed out his book. I was confusing. It seems the kind people. of I don't know. It, it seems kind of agitated with Frank as well, though. There at the end, you know, I, mean, is, I just I, don't know that he won't come back up again through Remy or something. I distinctly remember that's always possible. Yeah. I distinctly remember uh, a certain Dustin Taylor in the last episode saying, "You know what story I don't give a crap about is the the Freddy Hanks, store. Hank's barbecue sauce, which I didn't." Since half of this episode was about said, the extension of that. Uh, not, not don't. Okay. Pal. So, yes, I thought it got more interesting this episode for sure. <laughs> yeah. So he better, he pretty much uh, goes, the franchise thing starts uh, gaining steam. And then, of course, one episode, because of his uh, dumbass son, yeah. loses it all. Loses all steam. All but $45,000 has to end up selling his restaurant to bail his son out of jail. Right. His gangbanger son. And only gets the money he gets because he sells the restaurant. Yeah. He doesn't even get the 95K he was supposed to get. So why do you think he would... the morality clause. Why do you think he would turn on Frank? I don't know. He said he used to be like a, you know, got stuff done on the street and everything. Who knows? If he gets all beaten down, he he might totally turn. Yeah. He also got real in his face, like got real defensive about Hank trying to... Frank trying to give him, I'm all confused now. <laughs> yeah. Frank trying to give him money. Yeah, but that's not trying to pretend exiting, to be a friend. And, and all that, yeah, stuff. as he's exiting, says that bit. Well, because yeah. I think it was more that uh, he was being prideful in a way, and he doesn't want to accept charity. Yes, not that he didn't really ever think of him as as a friend. I think he was doing that to try to ward off Hank Frank's sense of charity. Oh, I think he could totally come back. I don't really know what kind of. Information think, he would have that would be useful. I don't or, think he would come back and like. But well, he had the whole break, try to bring dinner Frank and all that stuff. I don't know. Who knows? I don't think he would try to bring him down though. I, I don't know. know. It's tough to say. <laughs> Depends on how beaten he is. That's all I I'm guess, saying yeah, because he's obviously true. losing everything right. now. So <laughs> that's a good point, Dustin. Good point. <laughs> Not really. I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if that's, that's the last we see of Freddie, which sucks because I actually really like his character and i really like eh, the story it's okay i oh. thought it could have had more legs actually and in some ways i just feel like they spent a whole lot of time on him to just dump him out like that that fast yeah i, mean, I agree it's possible but which i think is a is a is short changing of that character if you're going to spend all that time on that character and then he doesn't come back you know what was great about this episode is we got no rachel yes i agree why like, do you hate the rachel storyline it's not doing anything. We don't yeah, just need to see yeah, her lays I, out in some I, random okay, bedroom. Okay, well, I agree with you that it's not, and they yeah. need to do that. Like, they need to write it better. If they're not going to do anything with it, I'd rather just not be there until they're going to do something with but it. But it's not yeah. like she is sweaty hair guy. Well, no, but we just so. don't need... Meanwhile, with Rachel, she goes and buys groceries. Now back to the story. <laughs> I mean, let's just do something relevant with her. Not meanwhile, nonsense. she's making out with random train girl. Yeah. She Or was she random? Maybe she was a plant. Maybe. <laughs> She got Maybe she was Jesus a plant by Major really Dad. Fast. By Major <laughs> Dad. He just knows exactly who to plant people around at all times. <laughs> when and he's not killing birds. Speaking of Major Dad, uh, another reporter, now that we lost uh, Zoe, another reporter, and we lost other uh, Washington Star Girl. And Greasy. And, Greasy. and we lost Greasy. We had to have another reporter. We're on sure. our fourth reporter now. And she, her name was Naya, I think, that... I think that's her name. Anyways, she decides she doesn't want to, She doesn't care about the sex scandal. Uh, deny. So she's still trying to link Tusk and Fang and Underwood all together and the president. And so she goes to interview Tusk, and Tusk uh, pretty much threatens her and says that the life in America is not that different from that of Iran. I make more than just, eventually as, fled. just as dangerous, like a quarter yeah. inch from her face. Yeah. And then he killed a bird and walked off. Yeah, that was so weird. That was so <laughs> random and not intimidating at all. Like, yeah, I was like, 
Look at the tough guy. You know, later the watching neck that, and she's like, "Why does he even have all these birds if he doesn't like bird <laughs> noise?" Like yeah. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. I don't understand it either. It's kind of stupid. Like the insinuation Shut is up. that he's trained all the rest of them to stop at a certain Shut point. Shut up, bird. Shut quiet, up. Quiet now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like the the killing. Why didn't you just go upstairs? Like, yeah. yeah. If you don't like it, yeah. don't have them or go upstairs. The good news is he put him back in the cage yeah. as, a, <laughs> as a warning to the other birds. <laughs> as an example. So next week will all be Major Dad versus the Birds. <laughs> Birdemic three, exactly. Major Dad. It's pretty awesome. He's, ba- he's basically the cause of Birdemic, right? Major Dad snapping one neck. That's how the whole House of Cards story is going to wrap up. <laughs> yeah, it leads into it's a prequel to Birdemic. That would be pretty. Somehow neat. Fang starts the uh, overarching pollution that exactly. causes the birds to rise up against us. We got to get all these soul panels now. Soul panels. <laughs> That'd be a crazy twist in plot there. But it would be also fantastic. Was there, there wasn't anything else going on, was there? No, that's pretty that's much pretty all that matters. I think so. He had some Remy and Major Dad back and forth. Yeah. That, uh, a little bowing up. and Remy's not it. doing a good enough job. And Yeah, that was, that was in the middle of the bird aviary talk. Remy's like the, you know, the only badass going, pretty much. Yeah, there wasn't Working any for Major his Dad. girlfriend in this episode either now. No. Nah. Think about it. No, they kind of limited it a little bit, which wasn't bad, actually. I do wish... They had enough going on with the main characters. They didn't have to do all these yeah. subplots, which was nice. I wish... I don't know. I hope Freddy comes back because he's really the only good character. In, like, when I say good, I don't mean a well-developed character. I mean a person that is inherently good. He's the only good Seems character in the show. Yeah. Seems to be, but maybe Rachel talked all but, about things that he did that were inherently not good. Yeah, so. but he seems like he's a character that turned around, is what I'm saying. And he actually maybe. seems to be like, a good uh, person. I did like uh, Frank's talking to the camera bit, talking about Stamper and... Seth going the rivalry, like, yeah. yeah, that was good. It's good to have the kids fighting or whatever. Yeah, that was good. But um, anyway, because yeah, I, I don't know, you just automatically think he has like some stamp or loyalty, but I guess right. he never really has loyalty to right. much of anybody other than Claire. Really. Keeps him motivated. He does seem to trust him more as he yeah. questions him at the end of the episode. Do you trust what's that other dude's name? Seth something. Seth. Seth yeah, Seth Setherson. <clears throat> he basically just says, "Keep an eye on him." Yep. <laughs> Seth Setherson. <yeah. laughs> it's a weird name. <laughs> Okay, so I give the I give this one two thumbs up. It was a very good episode. Yeah, for the most good. part. Yeah. Bird snap, bird necks, bird neck. That was snapping just a stupid little added thing, but yeah, I still give it two thumbs up. It was yeah. it was really entertaining. Thumbs? Yeah, I'll give it a thumb up and a thumb sideways. It was still pretty good. Okay.
So that's the new Game of Thrones intro. I don't know if you guys caught that this week. <laughs> they really changed it up quite a bit. They did quite a bit. It's a good theme song, but it is a really long intro. It's kind of oh, crazy they threw in their real names, or don't at least care. one of them. That has got to be on every, everything that everybody said about this True Detective. Like, it's the greatest ever. I was like, it's okay. Uh, that is everything everybody said about the True Detective. I love it so much. It was true about that, too. Maybe we need to get an acapella. It wasn't uh, that great. It was okay. It wasn't bad. It It wasn't like, oh, the greatest thing ever. I'll never fast forward it. That's what people were saying. It was like stupid. Anyway. People are also very dumb. It was a good intro. It's a good intro. It's not bad. It just wasn't like, oh, the greatest thing ever. I'll never fast forward. But I I still fast forward the Game of Thrones intro. Oh, yeah. I do sometimes, but when I don't, I'm like, why do I ever fast forward this? It's so great. (laughs) It's so great. Gets me all pumped up and that little... That little bit at the end. It's like, go! Anyway. And go in already. That's all right. So, so Game of Thrones intro talk. Yeah. Back to, Brought to you by Vertical House Money. <laughs> back to draft day. <laughs> this episode the is definitely in it. This will be the first live podcasting of someone being murdered. <laughs> <laughs> this is The Lion and the Rose and... Uh, Surprisingly, to something cough when you're drinking. When I'm drinking this whiskey, would you slip into it? <laughs> the uh, foreshadowing. Something majorly significant happens in this episode, and I really nah. did not expect that to happen so soon. I, oh, really? I really expected it. I, of course, it's been a while since I read the last book for you Is know the, the chain of time. events. Somewhat different. Oh, you're no, no. It's just that uh, oh, okay. I expected what? that to be. Since they only do 10 episodes, I figured they might stretch it out a little bit and put it, as soon as you saw it. closer toward, to the oh, end, okay. like they did with the Red Wedding. Did you know as soon as the wedding was happening that yeah. it was coming? Plus, Dustin told me that that was that episode beforehand. <laughs> well, you knew it's no, not I, I knew it was coming. Yes, no, I, I knew it was coming. I just didn't realize. I thought there were a few more episodes And I did between. ask you ahead of time, in yes. fairness. Yes, you did. Uh, but we do see that in this episode, yes, uh, he finally gets his due, Joffrey. And Thank God. I was excited about it, and then, of course, horribly not excited about it as Tyrion gets blamed for it. Yes, and uh, which is ridiculous. There's already a prince there who's pretty much said he wants to kill all of them. Yeah, at the same time, you know, and you know, everybody, everybody anywhere, pretty much has a reason to want him dead. Oh, right. sure. But he's a like he's an easy target, and of course, Joffrey sure. points at him Seltzer as he's dying. Has multiple reasons to Cersei, Cersei, not Seltzer, not Seltzer. Cersei's the mother, right? Yeah. Yes. I'm talking about, what's her name? Who's married to Peter Dinkage? Oh, or Sansa. Dinklage? Sansa, yeah. Not Seltzer either. Whatever. I didn't say Seltzer. <laughs> but uh, obviously all the Stark ragging, you know, that's yeah. going to tick her off. And she could, obviously, if she had any way of doing anything about it, yeah. want to. I can't remember in the books. I, sure. I don't <clears throat> think she's coordinated enough for that yet. Somebody I mean, is we'll see. in love with the Starks, though, obviously, since they take her out of there right at the end, so we got to get well, out of here. Sir Dantos, yeah, that uh, that story was much more built up in the in the uh, books. I was going to say, they barely reference it that I remember. It, you know, yeah. Even before, he barely showed up in the last episode. In the I book, don't remember he, him in previous seasons, really. I'm sure he maybe was, he was there. He was in there in one episode, and they made a fool out of him, and no, okay. he's been the... Again, they don't bring him back enough so you know who he is. Yeah. And in the books, he shows up several times to meet Sansa in the Godswood. And in secret, and he's gonna talk. He's talking about how he, you know, take her away. So I don't remember in the books. I can't remember if they specifically reference exactly who did it by the t- by the end of Dance with Dragons. Oh, okay. And it's kind of frustrating in that way. I always thought that Marjorie, not Marjorie, um, Marjorie Tyrell's grandmother, the Queen of Thorns, who sure. is the the Lady of ha- of High Garden. Sure. I always thought that she was the one that orchestrated it. 
because she is someone who's actually seems to be a good person, but always wanted their family always wanted the throne, right? So this is and now that Marjorie well, is the Mouse queen, Face was the the queen. That now was she's part the of that queen. She, well. she now they now have the power. And, Do they though? Well, I mean, you know, that's what we have to we'll find see. out. Let's not. There uh, are no children, and let's not spoil anything here. Yeah, but yeah. there's other relatives that claim it already. That you know. The other brother and yeah, but Tom and Tom and his way and Marcella is off in Dorne under the door, uh, you know the plus uh, I can never remember her name. The dragon chick obviously is laying claim well, yes. to it as well. There's a lot of people claiming, yeah, but it, she's so. still far away. It will not be be in that area for probably eight years, right? <clears throat> so what's his name's brother? The former the, king's brother, the guy hanging out with the the mag- fire magical fire witch, crazy yeah. fire witch, psychotic fire witch, yeah, Stannis, uh, yeah, Stannis. Stannis. Yeah. Is he's he a Baratheon, not on his right? way to yes, the freaking wall? That's how he ended the last season, and yet it doesn't seem like he's headed to the wall or anything. It just kind of seems like he's standing pat. Yeah, he'll eventually Sacrificing his way. people and stuff. Yeah, but that's how they ended the last season. I know, like, I know. Like, he's going to keep his second guy in command alive because the Fire Witch said he'll he'll help sway the battle yeah. to become or whatever. Like, they're, they're going to the more important battle. To well, they're not the only ones going to the wall now after this episode. If they're going after, if the other guys are going after Jon Snow, then they're going down to the wall also. Yeah. Sure. So, uh, Roos Bolton tells his son, uh, Ramsey, who Ram- now has. Ramesses. It's Ramsey. Ramesses. <laughs> Just kidding. Not Seltzer. Brother of Morrissey. <laughs> yes. You never heard of Ramesses? No. You never read your Bible before? My Bible? Yeah. Bible? I remember Ramsey's the. Ramesses. I don't know. How turned is. Tell the... us the Bible. <laughs> Tell us what that is. How turned is a uh, you know Greyjoy at this point anyway? Theon. Yeah, Theon. I, I mean, Ooh. I don't know if he's that turned or if he's was he playing is. along a little bit. Or... No, he is. In in the books, it's pretty evident that he is completely cowed at that point, and yeah. he doesn't. I mean, even as far as he just yeah, he's pretty cowed. I'll put it that way. Yeah, it's he's not really faking it. Okay. I mean. Sure I mean, I be. figured he... No, I didn't think he was. Well, just when the whole he, Rob Stark thing hit it's him... It's not that things seemed, don't come up, but... Yeah. He's so afraid yeah. that yeah. he just goes along with it, and he's now the right hand of uh, Ramsey. Sure. Roos's bastard son, so... Uh, and he, yeah, he now goes by I thought he was a snow also. Well, yeah, he's a... You no, know, all this... So the way it works in the books so is... if they're bastards, they're snows. If they're bastards, you're snows in the north. If you're in the west, in Dorne, or wherever Dorne is, I can't remember exactly, they're oh, okay. sand. So these aren't family names. No, right. no, no. You're that just would be really weird. Yeah, so, yeah in, in another part of the country, you're stone. And gotcha. I forget in the Midlands what they're called. But, gotcha. Uh, maybe Sky, like where, you know, the, the lady that always nursed her son in the tall castle right, in the mountains? Right. I think your last name is Sky if you're a bastard. You if think I nobody right. has gotcha. had the idea to pull out in this mythical land? Oh, no, they don't. They're just like, <laughs> ah, blow away. It's just like, we're just going to have kids everywhere. Infernal and sales and let it go. It's <laughs> so crazy. <laughs> Not that that method's 100%, but come on. Yeah. Everybody has bastard children, so yeah. much so that there are people... Everyone's that, like, There's fertile. names yeah. for them. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Everyone in this land is super fertile. Uh, anyway, so, yeah. even Emma Watson, who was stabbed in the abdomen. Oh, wait a minute. That's a different one. Yeah. Yeah. That's a different... That was a different part of the world. That was across the narrow sea. My bad. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, we finally get oh, to... Oh, I just thought about that. She wasn't in this episode at all. No. Who? Blondie Dragon Lady? No, she wasn't. Yeah, that's crazy. No, that's got to be the first episode that's ever happened in. Uh, I don't think it was. Probably been a few, but yeah. not, not often. We also got to see uh, Young Stark with Bran. His, with Bran with his visions as well. <laughs> with Jojen and And how his much sister. time has passed between last season and this season? I don't know. They don't ever really establish that. 
I mean, it's just crazy because he looks like four years older. Yeah, I can't remember either. Those kids, they do grow fast. Yeah. And the problem, with, and the problem with doing exactly, <laughs> but you know they, and the problem, with, and realis- okay. realistically, though, the, as long as it would take them to travel, it kind of makes sense that they, sure. you know, would grow a few months Some, would probably pass. A few months, fine, but he looks like he's four years older. It's crazy. Uh, they Is are this a comment? Steroids. So yeah, we see some of that, and they're they get through. The, was There's it this a, one? They get through the wall, and or was that the no. season finale of last, or the first episode, or was uh, it the season finale? They go through the wall. I see. I'm getting well, them all confused finale, now. I believe. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I'm getting them all confused, but they're in the north now and moving towards. He has a vision of the three eyed crow finally, and he knows where he's supposed to go now. Right. Yeah. So I imagine we may not see as much of him this season because it seems like that a lot of that story once he meets with the eyed crow takes place in later in later books. So, okay, but anyways, uh, and then Joffrey or not Joffrey, uh, Tyrion sends Shay away on a boat, and uh, yeah, they find out, uh, he finds out from the unit guy that yeah. uh, obviously people are talking about that, so mm. they go ahead and send, send him off. And Jamie starts learning to fight with his left hand with Braun, so. right? Braun, who's another one of my likable characters, absolutely, yeah. that guy's awesome. Yeah, Tyrion and Braun, just the pairing, are you know the only comic relief half the time. Yeah, or most of the time. Yeah, Braun, Braun's pretty funny. Uh, so I mean, it was a, a fairly major episode for so such early in the season, and uh, sure. loved re- watching Do- Joffrey die on TV. It was nice. Uh, I I didn't realize until this episode it was right when they started doing the sparring uh, that his haircut this season makes him look so much like like his haircut looks like the boy's haircut, the boy king. Oh, like Joffrey? Yeah. It's crazy. He needs to shave his chin into a point to be like Joffrey, though. Well, it doesn't matter anymore about? now. Jamie. Oh, yeah. His father, really? Oh, yeah, true. Father. So. Yeah, again, like we talked about before, Jamie just would not be the turnabout character that he is without obviously losing the hand and sure. having to go through all this crap. If he would just quit trying to do his sister, he'd be pretty much completely likable. <laughs> I almost wish it was the other way around. Like, she wanted him still, and yeah. he was like... No. no. Yeah, I know. That would be better. Because yes. I hate her anyway, so just another thing to she's, hate her about is she's fine. She's easy to hate. Yeah. She's probably the, one of the most despicable people left. Sometimes sure, it's nice to have Joffrey's really, dead. Sure. It's really it's nice. Sometimes it's really nice, like Joffrey, to have villains you really root against all the time. Sure. And they're not always like these gray, like, sometimes you root for them. Sometimes you, like, it's good to have those... Black There's a few of them. There's don't a few care. in this story. That Emmer for killed Sean Bean. It's, he, he, it's time he got his due. <laughs> they killed the actual Sean it's Bean. Long overdue. <laughs> These are all real deaths. They're really yes. into the parts. <laughs> Man, right. can you imagine signing up for that on the beginning? <laughs> I get to play who? Come on! <laughs> and you'll have your head chopped off at the end. Of- <laughs> yeah, they really took off Jamie's hand. It's crazy. Yeah. So two thumbs up for me. Two thumbs up. Yeah. It was a good episode. Can't argue that either. Two thumbs up. Already, the season is very. Not that the second season was bad because it wasn't, but I think this episode is. This is the fourth season. Sorry, fourth season. God, Uh, it's being. It's done much better. It's so far. The third or the the third? Yeah, the second and third. I think. Uh, Okay. The first was solid. Yeah. So far, it's 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 all good. good. Yeah, I know what you mean. All good. I know what you mean. I think it's getting. Sometimes they just handle things. But you know, maybe it's maybe it's also where the story is is better too. Maybe so. Only one of us at this table knows that. Right. Indeed. Satellite boys. Boy. 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 Boy.
I can't help that I'm cool. And the problem with doing teenagers, I think, is pretty obvious. Who was it that? Who was it that did that thing on Facebook or whatever? Was it Traveling Bear? Yeah, it was pretty funny. What was it again? I forget what the picture was. It's like a I don't know Jim Carrey looking all crazy. Uh, Fire Marshal Bill, that's what it was. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> you can see that at facebook.com slash breakroom show. Perfect. If you would like to at see that. At Gmail. And uh, at Hotmail. And uh, what's the other one? MySpace.com. Mm. Yep. Indeed. <laughs> Twitter.com. Soft talking URL speak. <laughs> Dot com. So slash this so, is the season finale justified. The episode is called Restitution. And we are now headed. To the final season. To the final season, unfortunately. Uh, it it's probably time. Maybe. But I don't want the show to get played out. No, but I think uh, season seven seasons might have been seven, nice. Seven, yeah, right? Yeah. It's good. Plenty of shows have had seven good strong seasons. Uh, in fact, another show involving the bad guy in this involved seven seasons. Yeah, True. That's a good point. Had a, really, so, had a really good premiere, too. Mm, yeah. That particular show good point, guys. Some people say the best. We should probably talk even softer. So what happened in the episode? (laughs) Guess a description mark. So this uh, episode, we really got a nice cap on the whole Crow family. When Wendy... We did. Everybody wore a hat? Yes, everybody... Yes. (laughs) A flat Nice. Nice dad joke. Like it. (laughs) Wendy decides to turn on Phoebe. (laughs) You are backseat. Yeah, you are. Phoebe decides to, or sorry, Wendy decides to turn what on are Phoebe. You? What? I remember you're Flatsy. Flatsy. <laughs> I can't remember what you are. It's the worst. So you sound like a teenage girl at prom or something. It's fine. Has it come into her own yet? <laughs> there's a the problem with there's Flatsy over there. Uh, well, uh, Raylan tries the, to get uh, Kendall. It is big part of the show. <laughs> exactly. Raylan tries to get Kendall to turn to flip on Phoebe. At least he's not a six-year-old news reporter. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> you think he's getting beaten yet? We keep interrupting him. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> Go, Go ahead. ahead. Go ahead, Flatsy. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Flatsy. Go. And so justified. It was a show that happened. I like that one. It was the finale. Let's give it some just do. Some justified do. God. Hey oh. So yes, Raylan tries to get Kendall to flip, and he doesn't. So Raylan telling Wendy that uh That's some pretty crazy dedication. Tries to get him to flip by telling him that he's gonna be tried as an adult and is forty to life. Yeah. That he's willing to do for his Does he still think it's his brother no. His uncle. He thinks it's his uncle still? Yeah, he knows it's his uncle. Oh, he yeah. knows. Okay. So, eventually, Raylan convinces Wendy to flip on Phoebe, and she won't. She refuses to wear a wire, but instead she decides to... Tra- I guess tra- she was transmitting everything over her phone, and then stupidly shows, shows Phoebe him. that she's... I think she's, it's just a recorder. I don't think it's a phone. I thought it was her Blackberry or something that she was like... It's calling. not that important. At any rate, either way, there was evidence, and she decided to show it to Phoebe. Yeah, stupidly, is like, that's yeah. all I needed you to say. How, that was so stupid. I know. I agree. I, mean, I think she thought that they were with her because they were following him. Yeah. Because that's what uh, that's what Raylan had told her, mm-hmm. was that they were following him, and then he lost 
the Tim, sheriff whose name Tim. Yeah. Tim loses Phoebe because he gets T boned when Phoebe decides to run a <laughs> turn a red light. Yeah. So yeah, but eventually Raylan shows up and uh, and it Pretty sits there and watches her to shoot him. Yes, as she blows him the damn hell away. First in the balls. Yeah, and then the neck. Then he's like, "That was justified." Yeah, and walks out. <laughs> End of season <laughs> five. Six. Six. No, God. season five. No. Yes. We're yeah. going to a seventh season. No, we're finale, not. Aren't we? No. We're going into That's a what we just season. were talking about. Oh. It would have been nice to have a seventh. Yeah. Why were y'all agreeing with me when I said this is a second straight seven series, seven season? I don't know. We were soft talking. We were distracted. Hawkins. We're too busy concentrating on soft talking. <laughs> oh I really thought it was season seven. Oh, well. We don't get any Dewey in this episode. I guess which, that's. Oh, yeah. Which is fine. Pretty much yeah, the, maybe that's the end of his series. It probably not though. I'm sure he'll show up again in season in prison somewhere. Season six or seven. <laughs> Why not? What's his, yet, what's his name from season yeah. two? Showed up. He oh, yeah, confessed to right, killing somebody mind. and everything. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure he'll show. I up I mean, he again. might show up, but he's comic relief that comes and goes. He just had a more a bigger presence this season, so I'm sure he'll he show did. up at least once. Obviously, the whole Obviously. crows thing. Obviously, uh, <laughs> Boyd in, at the end gets his heroin and uh, gets kind of set on a new path again, going back down the bank robbery path that got him in jail in the first place at the very end. There's a whole lot of stuff that happens to him before that. There is. There's the cartel uh, confronts him, and uh, they have captured his uh, bartender, Jimmy, and kill him right in front of him. Sucks. I like that guy. hold him hostage. And he essentially said, and this is another. He thinks he flipped these guys or whatever, supposedly. Yeah. Going to Vegas. He tries to flip them and all that, and they laugh about it. And they get him to... They want him to text Phoebe and try to set up a deal so with the heroin. Texting Raylan instead. Text well, her, but stupidly, he thinks to quickly change Phoebe's name to yeah, Ray, or Raylan's name to Phoebe. But and his, the stupid thing was there was a guy standing <laughs> right behind him. You know him. what would have been really awesome is if he actually changed it to Phoebe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that would have been awesome. Then it would have been like, they do That wasn't like really Dallas. standing behind him. He was like sitting by him, kind no, of. No, he was behind the chair over his shoulder. Like, he would have totally seen. Because yeah. I... I had to watch the episode twice because the first time we got cut off, so we just restarted it. Ah. And the guy is directly over his shoulder behind him. Hmm. So he would have totally saw when he changed Phoebe to Raylan, or to Raylan to Phoebe. Gotcha. So that was, that was pretty dumb. But anyways. Maybe they don't know who Raylan is. Maybe they don't. There's plenty of things. They probably don't know who Raylan is. Yeah, but if you're changing the name. Well, maybe to, they don't know. To, maybe they thought he was typing something and messed it up. And maybe they only have the serial dial still. Maybe they don't know. Yeah. Maybe they still pick up the phone and talk to the operator and get them to connect people. <laughs> you don't know. Crank up the phone. Be our five four nine. Yeah. So he essentially lures them into a trap, and Rachel and Tim show up. Raylan sends Rachel and Tim to take care of that side of things Blow while he damn hell up. Yeah, while he goes and takes care of Wendy, and uh, Tim and Rachel end up getting into a gunfight and kill all the cartel guys. Although I don't know why Boyd thinks that the cartel still isn't going to come after him when they figure out that their guys don't come back. Why wouldn't they come seek more retribution? Maybe they're Maybe scared they of them at that point. Yeah. Maybe they will. Maybe, Maybe those are their toughest guys. Maybe. Maybe instead of seeing the standoff we think we're going to see in season six, we see you mean season seven. Raylan and shut up. We see Raylan and Boyd team up against the cartel. Maybe uh, Boyd becomes a marshal. <laughs> that would be a <laughs> they're really both going weird... to cover into the cartel. Yeah, that would be an interesting yes. last season. <laughs> It's going to be really hard. They're going to be so conspicuous, those two white guys. Uh, Art comes back from his coma. I think Boyd's got a nice cartel accent. <laughs> Donde esta la heroin. Usted is un boys. buck teeth. Uh, <laughs> Art, 
I say, I say. That's not boys that talks like that. I do declare. <laughs> Zara wakes just up. Don't know how to talk to people. Oh, like in this episode, Rachel says she's going to have a vendetta against Boyd. Uh, by the way, and says she's going to take him down. She's pissed. She she has to let him walk away from that yeah. situation. Says she's going to take him down, and then uh, Art wakes up and tells Raylan that uh, there is a job waiting for him in Florida, and he declares that he's moving to Florida. It's like I say, I say, I'm moving to Florida. I do declare. <laughs> tells his wife, <laughs> uh, my wife. <laughs> then what's her name? What's her Raylan Crow? No. <laughs> Winona. No, what's the what's the girls that's in charge while Rachel 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 tells him that she's going after Boyd and they want his help. Yeah, so. the we VA. almost didn't have any Raylan in the last season until mm. they decided to throw that <laughs> plot twist. In. It's gonna be the Rachel and Tim show with Boyd. Exactly. The last season just gonna be him occasionally <laughs> skyping with the guys at the office to help him solve cases. Did y'all get Boyd yet? He's like just bouncing a baby on his knee. That's I do declare. Be... I say. I say. I say. <laughs> that's all he's gonna do. Hey, Raylan doesn't talk like that. <laughs> I say, I say. <laughs> what a boring last season. <laughs> At least from his perspective. We might finally get that big Tim story you guys have been looking yeah, for, though. That's true. It was a Tim why and Rachel gotta, show. Why do you got to minimalize it? I'm just the saying. Tim story would be interesting. Well, well, it we would get it so if that would happen. I don't, I don't know why you hate Tim so much. I don't hate it. We might. What if they did that and they didn't explore Tim anymore? <laughs> when I was a spotter, I say, I say. <laughs> it's just Art listening to Rush Limbaugh watching <laughs> Boyd all the time. <laughs> While he's chatting with Raylan on Skype, exactly. What a great it's last just season! Raylan, like, like an Apple MacBook with the webcam going to the car next and the seat next to. Him. It's like in forgetting Sarah Marshall when uh, what's his name's brother keeps changing the background. Exactly. <laughs> I'm Raylan in space. I say, I say, I say, I do it. I say, I say. Hold me up, Art. Uh, Dropped her weapons over Skype with the gun drawn. <laughs> Oh, and the big thing at the end. Yeah, is Ava gets out of jail. Yeah, in the middle of the episode, Ava gets out of jail. And After she gets into a fight and then goes to solitary to avoid a bigger conflict where she will probably get killed, she bows up to uh, Nazi guy's sister in jail and then gets thrown in solitary. And then from there, she sister gets offered Nazi. a deal and she decides she's going to flip on Boyd to get out of jail. They don't show all of that though. No, they just kind of. They just she gets out of jail. That. Basically, I the things know. have come to light that falsely put her there. Yeah, that's what she they tell. She gets out. She talks to Boyd really and says she's going to bed. And then the end of the episode is her meeting Raylan on that one bridge in Harlem. Yeah, he was only and essentially uh, he only had ten thousand bail posted though. You find out that how she got out was I'm sure Raylan went and got all the truth to come out and yeah. Now yeah. she's going to help him put away Boyd. So. That's pretty much yeah. That's which pretty is much what he said on the one bridge. Which is really interesting. Um, sure nobody everybody drives down the middle of the bridge to get him already. That like, was pretty interesting. The DA and file? Rachel and talking about we've got crap? everything we need. Well, they're trying to get him blah, under. Blah, blah. They're trying to get him under a RICO statute. They have to get all the evidence for a RICO statute, which will put him. Which is what they file charges for the mob Rico. against. Mm. Rico suave. <laughs> and then they're then, they to play that as they file the statute. Yeah. <laughs> We've got you under a Rico Suave. This is the weirdest marshal's office ever. Uh, yeah, so they, that's going to take a bit to set him up. And uh, that, that all involves all kinds of... I don't know what all Rico is, but it's like money laundering, trafficking. Tell us all about it. I don't know. We need a lawyer. You're the, the Rico show. expert. It's essentially being able to pull Consp- up past crimes. And conspiracies. By pulling up, by being able to prove a current crime. Yeah. What? Which, which, that has to do with... 
conspiracy and gang related activity, yeah. those kind of things. Good explanation. I like it. There you go. It's a uh, the crowd loved it. It's like ra- it stands for racketeering something conspiracy and something. What are the I and the O are for? <laughs> it sounds like a really thorough definition. I know. I'm a lawyer. I don't know if you know this. <laughs> so uh, I give this one two thumbs up. I right. thought it was a, a decent decent little it's season a, finale. Yeah. Definitely looking forward to, to the uh, to the series, the <laughs> season seven or eight, whatever the next one is or nine. I've already watched five seasons of the series, so if you're right. looking forward to that, you're a little bit behind. I'm going to watch it all over again. Okay. So two R- thumbs up for the season. Racketeer-influenced and corrupt organizations. Corrupt. Act. Okay, not conspiracy. Ah, okay. There you go. See, I was right. Not sort really. of. Partially. Rico Slave. <laughs> Thomas? Two thumbs up. Ready for the final season. Yeah, I give it two thumbs up also. It was a really good setup. The yeah, whole bringing Ava out and making her kind of a turncoat deal and all that, I... Didn't necessarily expect that. When she got out, I thought it was a little weird. Yeah, I thought like, it was like, what so, the hell? something's going on that you know, it's, doesn't make sense. But yeah, it, we all knew it was going to be like a big yeah. Boyd Raylan thing. But the way that they brought it together was good. Do you think she's actually going to turn a boy or do you think she's going to provide false evidence to Raylan? I don't know. I don't know that she's thoroughly excited about Boyd at this point either. No, I think she's pretty much the opposite of Boyd. Yeah. I mean, Raylan's kind of evil. But then again, she always wasn't. I always thought the turn of her from being. Pretty much, other than, you know, shooting her husband dead, pretty much a good yeah. girl, so to speak, for sure. this for this section of, you know, for this well, area she Raylan kind in, of turned on her, too, to, if I remember He right. did, he did. But, I mean, and then she totally goes after the complete and total ridiculous bad boy. It just, I always thought that turn was the a little interesting. The brother of her husband, right? Yes. Yeah. just a hick telling a tall tale. I always thought that was a little bit of a ridiculous turn. So maybe this is all about, you know, her coming back around. I don't know. We'll see. Back to me. Okay, uh, go ahead. <laughs> All right, well, that wraps up with a nice, tidy little Rico Suave bow. Whatever that means. Another wonderful episode of Thumbs of Fury. Hope you enjoyed another, episode 27. Is that another Mexican dish? Uh, yeah, I, I have a ball gag in my anus. <laughs> you can uh, email us at breakroomshow at gmail.com. You can email us a voice clip there like uh, so many others have done. Or you can Skype us at breakroom. That's one word, breakroom, on Skype. Or you can call us at 469-665-9827. That's 469-665-9827. Uh, next week, we are taking a micro-mini, uh, micro-penis vacation. <laughs> so we're going to be off for a week. So there'll be no Thumbs of Fury next a week. A micro-mini, micro-penis right. vacation. So no, no break room either next week. But we will have one break room episode this, later in this week. So, And then the following week, you can go back and listen to all the previous Thumbs of Furies. On Monday or Tuesday, in all the previous break rooms on Thursday. KTBR <laughs> break room. See, look how small it is. <laughs> Tiny Dustin. All right. Uh, anything else? Room. Not that I have. Who knows what we're going to do when we come back? That's for break two weeks from now. That's for future us. Yes. Absolutely. Although we will have uh, two episodes of Game of Thrones and two episodes of House Cards kept on. Sure. So. But enjoy that. Cheers. Sure. All right. I'll go. All right. Funding for this program was made possible by the Corporation for Pop Syndicate Podcasting and by annual financial support from viewers like you.